Gay. For 33 years, Charles Vonderhaar has been providing a wide variety of accounting, tax, and financial management services tailored to meet the needs of both individuals and businesses. His firm also offers personal services for clients in the following areas, individuals, small business, real estate investors, retirees, and trusts. More information about Charles Vonderhaar CPA at 513-563-0598 or at vonderhaarcpa.com. The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program, WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, its staff, or management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on 89.3 FM WMKV. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vina Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, your public radio source for the best tips, news, strategies, and information about investing in real estate for the purposes of ensuring your own future financial independence. And we have a great show today on a topic that many, many, many of you have asked me about and that is bulk REOs. What, what's that all about? How do they work? What is, that, what, is, what, is, what is that bulk REO thing? Are they just like really fat houses or what? How does this, how does this work? We're coming to that in just a second. And also to your questions at 772-9658 or 877-772-9658. You can also ask questions by going to askvina.com. I have a couple of questions that came in prior to the show about this topic. That's how hot it is. But first, some news about what's coming up at the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati. The first meeting of the month of April is tomorrow evening. It's at the usual location. The Community Action Agency at the corner of Reading and Seymour Avenue, right off the I-75 exit. Uh, the early meeting is about fair housing law and uh, an important topic for everyone who's involved in real estate, landlords, retailers, real estate agents. Uh, Going to get an update from Elizabeth Brown the head of Housing Opportunities Made Equal and a frequent guest here on Real Life Real Estate Investing. The May meeting is one that we have never, ever done before in the 30-year history of Cincinnati RIA. We have never had a meeting where some of the leaders of RIA are going to get up in the front of the room and tell you about financial disasters they have had. We've got subgroup leaders, board members, past presidents talking about foreclosures, tax liens, huge losses on on properties for the purpose, of course, not of scaring you, but rather of teaching you how not to go down that same path. Uh, This will not be a meeting you're likely to see again in the future. It was a little difficult to book people to come and speak at this meeting. So you might want to check out Cincinnati Rhea tomorrow night. That's Thursday at uh, 6 o'clock for the early meeting, 7.30 for the main meeting. Also, Rhea has a uh, free bookkeeping training class coming up this coming Saturday. 
April the 16th. And uh, for some reason on the website, which I'm looking at right now, it says it's 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Oh, okay, wait a minute. That's the class. All right, I get it. That's not the, <laughs> that's not, that's not the webinar. <laughs> the webinar is only going to be from like 10 to 11. Uh, but uh, you can get more information about that by uh, sending us an email at askvina.com. It's basically going to be about how, how to set up your QuickBooks if you're a real estate investor. So good stuff coming up there at Cincinnati RIA. It is open to all. You can get more information by going to CincinnatiRIA.com or by calling 859-292-7342. My guest today is Lindsay Younts, who is the Vice President of Business Development and the founder of Econohomes.com, which is one of the biggest and best known bulk REO buyers in the United States. They're located in Austin, Texas, but they buy properties all over the United States. They've done 4,000 deals since they started in 2006, uh, sold 3,000 of those and have 1,000 in their current inventory and get this, 41 different states. Uh, they're growing and expect to purchase over 4,000 units and sell about 3,000 of those this year alone. Now, as you can guess, Lindsay and Econa Homes are not buying properties by going to the MLS and making offers one at a time to one agent at a time and writing letters and writing postcards. They're doing something called bulk REO buying. And joining us now by phone from Austin, Texas is Lindsay Younts. Lindsay, welcome to Real Life Real Estate. Thank you, Vina. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be with you today. Well, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk to someone who is actually in this business, not just talking about this business, because everyone is talking about bulk REO buying. There's, I mean, there's courses out there, I'm sure you're aware, where folks will charge you 1000 or $2,000 to, quote, teach you about how to buy bulk REOs. And the reality of it is, uh, I, I, I believe you're going to tell us that... Um, it, it's it's more than about just knowing what they are and what banks have properties to sell. Yeah, that's right. The uh, the bulk REO market a lot of times, and if you're looking on places, uh, the social media sites, the, the LinkedIn and some of those sites, you're going to see all the different kinds of uh, advertisements that are out there, of people having all these large packages for sale or the property in this part of the country, that part of the country. And for the most part, um, it's you've you got to understand the myths and the truths behind uh, the bulk REO world in order to be able to, to figure out what is uh, real and what is not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I know, Lindsay, to, to some extent, what we're going to be talking about today is, is you know, you know what Econohomes does. You're familiar with many of the other large bulk, bulk, bulk REO buyers in the country, but uh, not necessarily as... Uh, in, in as much detail as you as you about their business as you might have about your own business, but what we're going to be talking about is how the business works from the end of a company like Econohomes dot com, and then how a company like yours deals with more the investor on the street, who's the person who's probably listening to us today. So let let let's let's start out with let's just like define what what bulk REOs means. Well, bulk REO is when you're buying 
directly from a servicer or lender. That is the way we define it. Uh, there's a lot of lists that you'll see floating around on the Internet that don't have any basis in reality, but uh, REO for us, bulk REO, is a list of properties that we have purchased directly from servicers and lenders around the country. It's taken us several years, but we've developed relationships with those servicers and lenders, and we're able to take down large packages of property um, you know, anything from 50 to, to 500. I mean, we, we look at packages quite every single day. We're, we're looking at packages and trying to determine what it is that fits our business model, what it is that we want to buy, what it is that we want to bid on. So uh, to, to the, the definition for us is not a second-tier buyer like a hedge fund or, uh, you know, a, an intermediary that might have a list, but we, we are a first-tier buyer only. We buy directly from the servicers and lenders. So that's how we define bulk REO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> that's a, that's a, that idea of buying 500 properties all at the same time from Bank X is appealing except it's also scary. I think most of the most of the the folks who are listening to us right now are thinking, well, how, how in the world does he go out and look at 500 properties and evaluate them and you know, fly to Alaska to see the one that they've got in Juno before he decides what to bid? And that's just really not the way it works, is it? No, it's not. What we have is a um, we have some research analysts that work for us, and it's really a scientific process. It's not something that we just kind of pull out of the air and guess at. We we have some analysts that uh, that work for our company that actually uh, are able to on paper figure out what the the value of that property is. Uh, and then that helps us to understand how to properly bid it. Now, I'm not going to tell you that every single property that we've ever bid, we've hit it dead on. But, you know, uh, the, the, the tribal knowledge that we've developed internally and the expertise that we have developed internally has allowed us to uh, become pretty efficient at being able to bid these properties without having to go look at every single one. Now, we do look at some. We look at a, uh, you know, depending upon pricing, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, depending upon pricing, um, we're, we're not going to look at every single property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, my, my, my understanding from talking to you and from some other true bulk area buyers who truly are buying straight from the bank is that uh, to some extent, there's a there's a, a take it or leave it aspect to what the bank is is saying. It's these 500 properties, not pick the 30 you want. Yeah, unfortunately, that's sometimes the case. Most of the time, it is you have to to do this. And and if I can, let me explain a little bit about the bank's logic behind why they do that, and then you can it it better helps you to see why the smaller investor has a little bit tougher time buying the bulk stuff. Um, the bank has to make a business decision as to what it is that they want to disposition through a bulk sale. And uh, there's a lot of decisions, that, there's a lot of reasonings behind and criteria that they use in determining whether a piece of property is going to be put in a bulk sale or not. Every piece of property that, that I, I buy typically has had an opportunity to try to be sold in the local market. Um, sometimes not, but most of the time so. Um, and if it is able to sell in the local market, then they maximize the value of that asset, and you know they're they're trying to do the right thing with that asset and recover as much of the money as they have lent out on that property. Mm-hmm. So uh, when they make a business decision to um, put a piece of property in a bulk sale, there's there's a lot of reasoning behind it. They just don't pull one off and say, okay, we're going to run this one out the back door. 
um, through a bulk sale uh, because it didn't sail through the, the front door. Um, but there is um, a lot of science on their end as well as they're trying to figure out what it is that best maximizes the value of that asset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very good. We need to take a quick break. We're talking today to Lindsay Younts from Econohomes.com about bulk REO packages. We're also taking your calls and questions at 772-9658 or 877-772-9658. You can also send us an email by going to askvina.com. Support for WMKV comes from the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati, a nonprofit educational association with programs available for real estate investors at all levels of experience. RIA meets on the first and third Thursdays of every month. More information about RIA and their meetings is available at 859 292 7342. 70 degrees right now at 519. A quick check of traffic. We have one major problem out there from Artemis. We do have a ramp blocked, a disabled bus southbound 75 on the ramp to Harrison Avenue. Traffic is backed up onto southbound 75. Please continue on to Western Avenue and double back north of Spring Grove. Probably your best bet on that. Again, southbound 75, the ramp to Harrison Avenue. We have a disabled bus there. Two other accidents, southbound 75, south of the Lachlan-Redding exit. It's on the right shoulder. We also have an accident, Grandin and Springfield Pike. You can get more Artemis updates by dialing 511 from most phones. It's 70 degrees at 520. Stay tuned for more of Real Life Real Estate Investing Talking Bulk REOs here on WMKV. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today Lindsay Younce from Econohomes.com, a uh, company that, at for, as its business, buys bulk packages of bank-owned properties directly from the lenders. And we'll talk a little bit uh, later about what the what the back end of that is, because, of course, Lindsay is also not renovating 500 homes and trying to sell them at a time. So we'll talk about more about what uh, what happens to these things after they are purchased uh, in a little while. Now, Lindsay, you, you were you were mentioning before we took that break that uh, uh, banks have a reason uh, and it, it's various reasons. I mean, sometimes sometimes they are selling off a package of REOs because they just flat need to raise cash and they need to do it right now. And the way to do it is sell off 50 properties all at once. Sometimes the properties are, um, <clears throat> shall we say, uh, just not in the kind of condition that they're likely to sell for anything close to what the uh, the mortgage loan was. Uh, yeah, it, 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 There's all sorts of reasons that they do these things. But the important thing from your business perspective in terms of you know why buy 500 at once instead of 500 separate deals is that they are steeply discounted at, at the point at which you're buying them. Yeah, they are steeply discounted, and the transactional cost to go out and buy 500 individual properties is just astronomical. There's no way that I could close that, uh, the amount of staff and the amount of effort that it would take to, to go out and do that. It just doesn't make sense. But there is a discount that's available. Now, in, in some cases, people think that there's these huge, deep discounts that are out there, and um, that's just not the case. I mean, the bank is, is has a fiduciary responsibility to their their stockholders to you know to people who they're servicing for to try to maximize the value of that asset and so uh, they're not giving these things away at 10 cents on the dollar of the last listed value or some of these crazy things that you might hear um, out on some of the social media or internet sites 
uh, that's that's just not the case. And so uh, they are a business, and they've got to make good, sound, logical business decisions as to why they actually do want to bulk properties out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so from the from the perspective of the the company, and it it, it almost always is a company that is buying these things in the in the you know giant packages. Um, you don't get to pick and choose generally what what your uh, you get to pick whether you're going to buy the package, but you typically don't get to pick and choose properties within the package. And so when when we down here on Earth are presented with uh, these packages where somebody you know some individual sends us a list of you know forty five properties and says pick and choose, that's probably not a true bulk REO package. Is that correct? Well, typically that's going to be from a second-tier seller, someone who has bought that package, a second- or third-tier seller, someone who has already bought that package from a bank, uh, let, let's, for example, like a hedge fund. Uh, hedge funds have large amounts of cash that they need to place. So that hedge fund would go in and they would buy these assets and they would place their cash and then they would in turn take that large package and try to break it up into smaller packages and then resell it, put a margin in there for them to be able to make money. Obviously, that's what they're there for. And um, so those are that's probably where you're seeing a lot of those things from is from um, people who don't have the infrastructure as a company to necessarily buy these because the people who like myself would have the infrastructure in place to be able to disposition the properties on the backside don't really you know uh, sell a whole lot of bulk back out it's not like if uh, if i would buy this package i would add a you know a couple of hundred dollars to each property and then i would sell it again um, that's there's not a that's not a very interesting business model uh, that doesn't make a lot of money, um, and it's the transactional cost and you know finding the right buyer and all of those things is is a little bit difficult. And so, uh, I'm not sure that there's a uh, a good business model out there for for uh, what people typically call the bulk REO market um, in just buying packages and turning around and selling packages. And that's a very interesting statement you just made because I think probably one of the one of, one of the most common things I hear from individual investors all over the country is these bulk REOs are not good deals because I keep getting calls from people in Seattle trying to sell me properties in Cincinnati that I I bid $6,000 on the same property 18 months ago and now they want 19.5 for it and they think it's a fantastic deal. And oftentimes what what is happening there is, is as you mentioned, uh, so the Econohomes type company buys 500 properties from whatever bank the economy homes doesn't do this but other places will then divide that into an ohio package and an indiana package and michigan package and sell it to the next person down the line who then divides it into a cincinnati package and a dayton package and a columbus package and by this time so much money has been added onto each property that often they aren't good deals no, they're not good deals, and, and unfortunately what also happens in the midst of all of that uh, downsizing of package and, and getting it more location-specific is you end up with a with a chain of intermediaries um, and buyers reps and those kinds of things that, that truly add cost but no value to the process. And so everybody wants a little piece of that pie because it's really just paper shuffling at that point that they're trying to make their money on. Uh, there's no value that's being added to the process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo. Well, you hate to have that happen on live radio. Um, <clears throat> we've got a couple of questions coming in 
uh, now, Lindsay, about about uh, bulk packages in general. We have more that we want to discuss uh, in, in a little more organized way. But a question that just came in from JC in Las Vegas, uh, who obviously is somewhat familiar with this business. He says, do you know how buying bulk non-performing notes compares with bulk, buying bulk REOs? Is it possible that there's more risk in the non-performing notes but better pricing? Um, that is an accurate statement. There is better pricing, but there is tremendous more risk in when you're buying paper rather than buying the hard asset. Because when you're buying a non-performing note, um, you don't know all of the nuances that are associated with that. And so, you know, uh, quite honestly, you're 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 paying pennies on the dollar for an re uh, for a uh, non-performing note because you either got to get that note performing again. Um, you've got to modify the loan somehow, um, or you've got to go through the foreclosure. And so there's a lot more work. There's a lot more risk factors that start coming into buying the paper rather than buying the hard asset. If you wait for that asset to become an REO, then the foreclosure has already taken place. The eviction process has already taken place. You know, you, you, you're going to come up with a, a hard asset rather than something that you've got to go spend a lot more time with. I'm not opposed to buying notes. In fact, we we do that as well as part of our business strategy, but uh, we're much more diligent, much more careful about uh, being able to to figure out exactly what the position of that note is before we buy it, because there are different degrees of non-performing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> there's, there's, it hasn't been paid in two years, and we haven't bothered to foreclose because the property underlying it is such garbage? Uh, that's, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, that's, that very I, well could be. I got to call about one of those today. That's why it was at the top of my mind. Uh, okay, right. question from uh, Doug in El Paso. Uh, does the average individual have any realistic chance of buying in bulk as your company does directly from servicers or large banks in smaller packages of perhaps five to ten? No, the the bank really doesn't want to. Their transactional cost goes up. Okay, so when they have a package that they say business, it makes good business sense for us to disposition this at, uh, you know, a hundred units. Um, they want to deal with one buyer. They want to deal with somebody who they know is reputable, somebody who they know will perform, somebody who they know is has got a track record and a history of being able to take down the package without there being any hitches. Because by the time they get it to a bulk state and they're ready to sell it, they're ready to sell it. They're not ready to play. They're not ready to, you know, try to figure out other disposition methodologies. They're ready to sell it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if if they uh, take it to an auction, let's say, then you're still selling it on an individual basis. They're trying to squeeze a little bit more money out of it. The auction format is not a bad format, but it doesn't get them the number of properties sold in the amount of time that a bulk sale would do so. And depending upon why their purpose is in selling bulk, like you said before, whether it's just to raise capital or whether it's to, to clean up their books and, and uh, let their balance sheet look a little bit better or whatever the reasoning is behind it, um, there's, there's just not much of a chance of a smaller investor being able to go to the banks and um, – and, and buy that five ten unit package, um, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that are out there that have made those phone calls that have tried to get in touch with, and, and they're they're almost like trying to get in touch with the Pope to <laughs> to catch up with an REO uh, VP or somebody like that to answer their questions, and they just can't get phone calls returned because there's so many people that are asking that same question. So uh, I understand the frustration that's there, and it would be great to do that, but 
when a bank dispositions those properties through a bulk sale, they're dispositioning all over the country. And most of the time when somebody's looking to buy a small package, they're mostly looking for a, a location, a region of the country, a you know, a, uh, it can go all the way down to a zip code that they're looking for. And so, that, But that's just not going to be the... The, the methodology that the bank's going to use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Well, that 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 explains the frustrations of many, many, many people out there. And when we are when we come back from the break, uh, we're going to take some more questions at seven seven two nine six five eight or eight seven 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 two nine six five eight, or you can send them via email by going to askmina.com. Support comes from Senior Life Newspaper, a monthly newspaper serving and entertaining adults 50 years and older throughout greater Cincinnati. This month's issue features articles Walking for Good Health, Volunteerism, the Cincinnati Opera, and WMKV's own Alice Hornbaker's new novel, WOLD in Cincinnati. Copies of Senior Life Newspaper are available at Kroger and other grocery stores, senior centers, restaurants, retirement communities, pharmacies, and libraries. It is 70 degrees at 531. You're in tune to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Today, talking about bulk REOs, you can call the program at 772-9658 or 877-772-9658. Time to take a look at traffic for you right now. We have our one major issue this afternoon. That is a ramp that is blocked, a disabled bus, southbound 75 on the ramp to Harrison Avenue. Traffic is now backed up to southbound 75. Artemis is recommending that you continue on southbound 75, go on to Western Avenue, and then double back uh, north of Spring Grove. Also, we have two other accidents, one at Grandin and Springfield Pike, and one southbound 75 south of Lachlan Redding exit. That one is on the right shoulder. You can get more Artemis updates by dialing 511. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low in the mid-40s, gusty winds up to 35 miles per hour. Tomorrow, a beautiful day on tap. Uh, It's going to be at least warm, high in the upper 60s. We'll be a little on the cloudy side. Thursday night cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, and a low in the mid-50s. It's 70 degrees. More real-life real estate investing coming up next. Program support comes from the new digital white pages from Cincinnati Bell. Cincinnati Bell has turned the white pages green. You may now access your white pages listings online at zoomtown.com. Printed copies of the white pages are also available for pickup at any Cincinnati Bell store location or to have a book shipped to you, the number is 566-BOOK. That's 513-566-2665. It's Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox, talking today to Lindsay Younts about uh, his business, which is buying and then selling, which we are going to get to, bulk REO packages from banks. He buys them in packages of 50 to 500. And uh, uh should probably say, Lindsay, because we, we, we've had a couple of questions along the lines of, geez, how much do these things cost? Uh, we're talking hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars sometimes in these packages. Um, yeah, millions of dollars is an accurate representation. <laughs> that, yes, they... Um, uh, again, the bank is a business, and they are trying to operate their business responsibly, and so they're not giving these properties away. They're trying to recover losses that they've had as a result of the the collapse of the credit markets and overvaluation of properties and all those things that we've experienced. But, uh, yeah, they're quite expensive from time to time, depending on the volume and the location and everything. So. Mm-hmm. And many, uh, many Bulgario buyers have uh, put together private placements, uh, even public placements. They've got hedge fund investors, uh, things like that, to um, put 
put the money together to, to consistently be able to buy these packages because I suspect the first time you told Citibank, oh, yeah, we said we'd buy it, but we can't come up with the $10 million, that would be the end of your relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, they <laughs> look for people who will perform. Okay, very good. Um, I want to discuss one of the mechanical things here, Lindsay, that uh, folks need to understand before they're really going to understand the back-end sale process here. When you purchase $500 from whatever bank, uh, sorry, 500 properties from whatever bank, it's not like purchasing 500 individual properties. You don't get 500 title searches. You don't even get 500 general warranty deeds. That's correct. Typically, a a property that we're going to buy has already gone through foreclosure. And so in foreclosure, most of the liens, most of the encumbrances of the title, all of those things should have been extinguished in the foreclosure if the foreclosure attorney did his job. So, uh, but the bank um, is always going to, I won't say always, probably 95 plus percent of the time is going to sell the properties to us under a single contract with an attachment that has all of the um, property addresses and a quit claim deed for each property. Mm -hmm. So they come to us with, with no warranty at all. Uh, in the in the title, they do not have title searches. It is very non traditional closing uh, what you typically find with real estate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for uh, folks who maybe aren't familiar with that term, quit claim deed. And ladies and gentlemen, it is Q U I T. It is not Q U I C K claim deed. Uh, that basically what that says to you, Lindsay, is, yeah, we have interest in this house and whatever that interest is, we're giving it to you, but we're not saying that it's free and clear or anything like that because we're just not. That's exactly right. And, and, and it is an as-is, where-is sale every time when we buy these properties. It's not something that they're going to go back and warranty. There's no title work that's done with it. And, you know, and, and many investors are raising an eyebrow, I'm sure, right now thinking, well, you know, I would never buy a piece of property on a quit claim deed. Well, there there are some some benefits to it. There are some precautions and uh, properly guided. Uh, it's a uh, it, it's going to reduce your your overall expense associated with a closing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but even uh, you know even so, the uh, many of these properties by the time they are bundled into a bulk package have already been bank owned for eighteen months or more. They're going to have property taxes that have accrued since the time of the foreclosure. They're going to have building code violations, which, of course, a a typical title search would not turn up anyway. Uh, They could have liens that have uh, happened subsequent to the the foreclosure. You know, in Cincinnati, man, if they come mow your lawn for you because you haven't mowed it, they're going to bill you 150 bucks for that and attach it to the property. So it's not that these things are are coming to you... uh, clear of things uh it's just that you 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 because of the foreclosure you have every reason to believe it's going to come to you clear of title problems it's going to come clear to uh, to you clear of uh second mortgages that should have been foreclosed out and things of that nature yes yeah there are things that could have uh been attached to the property since the foreclosure um and there again we try to walk through uh, and figure out what those things are to understand the value of the property because they're going to affect the value of the property. I, I can't buy a property for twenty thousand dollars that has twenty thousand dollars worth of liens on it and expect it to, uh, you know, to, to sell with any margin whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, we, we have to be careful on our end, and we also want to walk investors through to help them be careful to understand exactly what it is that they're getting so there's no surprises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, that brings us to what happens at the other side of of these bulk uh purchases. Now, uh, I know this is what Econohome does. I know this is what many, many, many of the uh, bulk buyers are are looking to do is turn around and sell the properties. Now, as we talked about before, sometimes they're parted out smaller into smaller and smaller, smaller packages. But a lot of bulk buyers now are selling directly to the general public, uh, Econohomes amongst them. Now, over the last couple of years, I bought several properties from bulk buyers, and the, the first time I was told by one of these folks, we're not going to give you a general warranty deed. We're not even going to give you a limited warranty deed. We're going to give you a quit claim deed. I almost fell off my chair, you know, because that's just not the way you do business. <laughs> but, of course, that's what you are getting, so that's what you're giving. That's correct, and we can improve the, the, the warranty of a deed if there is title work that has been done and everything has been brought up to date. We know that, or we think that, the property is free and clear as of the foreclosure. So if we can do, go do title work uh, in a closing where we would sell it to, to someone else, and then if that title work, uh, you know, if all the conditions of that title work have been met, uh, then we're more than happy to be able to improve the warranty of the deed at that point. But typically we buy it as is, uh, under a quit claim deed, and we sell it and give deed of equal warranty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another thing that I've noticed about uh, many bulk sellers who are are dealing with members of the public on individual properties is that the, the it's just made very clear, you know, on the website or in the contract or wherever that you, the buyer. Let me say me, the buyer, uh, has to check for things like tax liens and is probably buying the property subject to those. That's correct. Uh, I mean, when we take possession of these properties, uh, we take possession of all of the the warts and ugly things that go along with it. And so there there may be a tax lien there. It might be uh, even in a tax foreclosure situation where it's the uh, the property has sat for several years before it actually was bulk sold. And in that in-between time, uh, the municipality, the taxing authority, would have taken it to a tax foreclosure. Um, there is some redemption opportunity there, but understand that, that if there's those problems that are out there, you know, those are are, are isolated problems. That's not the, the typical things that you're going to find uh, with uh, the bulk of the properties that are there. Uh, there. There are issues, there are problems, and one of the reasons why you can buy them less expensive is because you're taking a little more risk. If we eliminated all the risk, then I'd just list these on the MLS locally and let them sell at market value. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, the lesson to the folks who are buying uh, on the on the local level is check the county site for taxes before you make your offer. I mean, if you if you want to you want to pay a, a gross price of thirty thousand dollars and there's five thousand in back taxes, well, you got to deal with that as part of your offer. You know, it's got to be now twenty five thousand dollar offer and we pay the taxes uh, or something of that nature. And also, um, I think you make it very clear uh, in in your own FAQs that it is the responsibility of the buyer to check for things like building orders, lead orders, health department orders, things like that. Right. Right. We, we do our best to, to be able to do the diligence, um, but we are not local. 
you know, and uh, my office is in Austin, Texas, and there's no way that I can be in Indianapolis, Indiana, or in Cincinnati, Ohio, and be able to find all of the things that might be a gotcha on a piece of property. So, you know, we encourage our people. We, we give them the opportunity um, through diligence periods um, while the property is being held off the market for them exclusively, and just to go do their diligence, make sure that they understand what it is. If we know of something that is an issue with a piece of property, then we're going to price that piece of property accordingly. So if there is a, a $5,000 tax lien, like you say, then, then we're going to take that into account and make sure that you know we're not asking a market value for it, and then all of a sudden the uh, investor comes up with a you know, a surprise at closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to eliminate those surprises. Mm-hmm. Many times when we're making offers on just bank-owned properties that are listed in the MLS, the, uh, the, the, the bank who's selling the property insists on using a particular title company, and uh, I can't use my favorite investor-friendly title company. Is that the case with bulk REOs? No, no. We, uh, from from our perspective now, and I'm speaking just from from Econohome's perspective. We we encourage you to use your own uh, attorney. We encourage you to use your own title company. Uh, those title companies are local, and because we're all over the United States, there's uh, there's very few title companies that are nationwide. And so we like to coordinate with the local title companies. They they understand all the nuances of what needs to be done in each county as they're looking for uh, the different uh, things that might be an encumbrance on title or a lien. Or the, they, they know how to find those a lot better than if we had somebody nationwide that just sent an abstractor out there to look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our email contact, I should give it out again because we're getting all these uh questions here uh, via email uh, is askvina.com. If you go to that site and there's a little there's a little thing that says ask Vina a question, you click that and you put in your name and where you are from, okay, because that, that matters sometimes. Uh, type in your question, hit send, and we will get it here. You can also give us a call at 772-9658 or 877-772-9658. While you're at askvina.com, you can also click sample Vina's e-letter and if you do that and fill in the form there, you will get a weekly uh, e-letter about what's coming up on Real Life Real Estate and out there in the real estate world. Uh, that's worth having. Uh, this this week, uh, Lindsay was good enough to give to give us a piece of a uh, a report that Econo Homes had done very very some very very interesting stuff about the the who's out there in the real estate market. Who's it, and it's and Lindsay, there were no surprises there. It's what we all thought. But I think you guys are the first ones who've ever actually bothered to put it together and, and, and sort of get some numbers behind it. Yeah, we wanted to validate some of our assumptions and make sure that we understood the, the buying climate that's out there in the investor's mind. And so you know, as a, we, we wanted to understand our customer and try to adapt to their needs and figure out exactly what we could do to help best uh, equip that local investor with the properties that they needed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, very good. We're going to take one last quick break. You can give us a call at 772-9658 or outside the greater Cincinnati area, 877-772-9658 or send an email by going to askvina.com. Support comes from Cincy Magazine, the magazine for business professionals, bringing you arts, business, and culture in the tri-state. It also features monthly topical human interest stories. The current issue is on newsstands now. Subscriptions available at cincymagazine.com. That's C-I-N-C-Y magazine.com. 
And good afternoon. It's 70 degrees at 546. You're in tune to 89.3 FM WMKV. Let's check traffic for you. Good news. The ramp on southbound 75 at Harrison has been reopened. Once again, that's some good news today. We still have a few accidents out there. A few of these are new. We have one at US 50 near Lawrenceburg Road. That accident reportedly with injuries. We have one at West 8th and Pedretti. Also West Seymour and Vine Street. Another accident with injuries there. Southbound 75, south of the Lachlan Redding exit. That accident still over on the right shoulder, now in the cleanup stages. You can get more Artemis update anytime by dialing 511 from most phones. Stay tuned for more real life, real life, real life, real estate investing. Easy for me to say. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> Here on WMKV. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. And the answer to your question, George, is 15 years next week. And I still can't say it. (laughs) I know, I know. Uh, So uh, we're talking today to Lindsay Younce from Econohomes.com. And we're talking about... Sort of the, how the how the how the bulk market works, and yeah, like 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 any other aspect of the real estate market, it sort of depends on, you know, who you're talking to. Uh, how does wholesaling work? I, I don't know which wholesaler are are you talking about, but uh, he's given us a he's given us a really good uh, sort of perspective about what's happening at his end, and then what we're seeing as we deal with these. Uh, bulk packages, whether those are quote bulk packages that we see on Facebook or whether they are really and truly uh, bulk packages like econohomes.com deals with. Um, Lindsay, question here from uh, Sabrina, who is in Glen Allen, Virginia. She says, what about wholesalers? Uh, Question being, if if a if a bulk buyer has a particular property up on the market and let's say I want to wholesale that property, uh, how would you go about working with a wholesaler? Is it is it a typical you know I put the deal under contract with you and then flip the contract, or is there some other way of doing it? Well, we prefer to be able to deal with the end buyer. Obviously, uh, we never want to uh, cut anybody out of a deal that brings value to the table. Um, there are a lot of intermediaries out there, and we appreciate the position that they hold. We're, there's no way that I can make contact with every real estate investor that is uh, throughout the United States. And so I recognize the position of a wholesaler as an intermediary bringing us those people. We'd like to be able to deal directly with that person. Um, so uh, that's typically the way we do this. Now, another point that I'll make is that um, we love brokers. And when I say broker, I'm talking about a licensed professional real estate person that is, um, you know, set up in a city. We deal from a tremendous amount of our efforts that we uh, do in our marketing goes after uh, some of the brokers that they're the ones that are in touch. They have their hands and feet on the ground right there in those local communities, and so they know who the investors are. So there's those are, those are the people who we're looking for, uh, the wholesalers. You know, I call them intermediaries. Um, uh, there are several different ways they can be described, but regardless, we still want to work with those people. We, we try to help them to, to earn a referral fee um, on the, the sale, um, whether they be a broker, whether they be an intermediary, as long as they're bringing value to the to the whole deal, then we're glad to be able to help help them be participative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, I think the answer, Sabrina, is whatever whatever bulk buyer you're working with, call them and ask. 
I mean, that's, I, I, that's, that's been my experience is that uh, most, uh, most of these folks, because they have hundreds or in the case of Econo Homes, a thousand properties for sale are, are, you know, they're willing to let you make money if you find the, the buyer who pays the price that still works for them. So uh, different, different bulk buyers have different ways of doing this. I've dealt with a couple that have told me straight out, uh, you are going to put it under contract. There is going to be no assignability clause on that contract. You are going to buy it if you can't sell it. We don't care if you sell it. You're just going to be committed to buying it. So, you know, just check with the check with the the bulk dealer that you are uh, dealing with. Uh, so, Lindsay, let's let's walk through the the back end of this process again. The way it it would usually work. And again, we got to remind folks that you know exactly how it works in your company, and it works sort of the same in other companies. Uh, so, I I want to buy a property from Econo Homes. I see that it's listed for $50,000. Uh, what do I do? Do I, do I write a purchase contract from my, with my realtor? Do you, do you provide that? What's the process here? Well, for us, we have a sales team that's in-house and, um, uh, each person that calls in is assigned to one of our sales team members and that, that's your personal representative, uh, and your liaison between you and the deal and Econo Homes, that person is the link. So um, there's a opportunity to see the properties uh, out in, in the field by way of signage. Uh, there's opportunity to see them on the website. But uh, the idea is that uh, we're trying to, uh, you know, get directly to the buyer through our, our organization. Uh, we, if you have a realtor, we're glad for your realtor to be able to submit. Uh, that's fine. Uh, we want to recognize that relationship as well, but um, we we have tried to simplify the process for the local investor to be able to come directly to the source and eliminate all of the intermediaries and uh, brokers if they so choose to do so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so basically, you have a contract. the The buyer doesn't need to worry about generating one or pulling one out of a book from somewhere or getting their board contract and so on. Uh, some process happens on your end. The offer is accepted. Now what? A contract is generated out of that offer. Uh, a lot of what we do is uh, there's not a lot of going back and forth. Uh, sometimes with uh, with realtors, uh, you have uh, contracts that are lined and initialed and lined and initialed, and we try to, to come to a verbal agreement. And when we have that verbal agreement of what that's going to be, we take that verbal agreement and we put it on paper, and then we send that to you at that point for for your approval mm-hmm. as a buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're interacting back with your your local rep here uh, at Econo Homes. Mm-hmm. And and with these with these bulk uh, purchases, how how long is the is the company generally going to give the investor to close? Well. Um, if you want to do title work, then we're going to work with your title company. We, we like to be able to close very quickly. Uh, our average close time right now is running about five days, which in typical real estate, that's almost unheard of. Um, but because there's not a lot of the line item things that you're going to typically see, there's not a termite letter that's got to be done, you know, because there's no financing necessarily that's associated with it. Uh, there, there's not a survey. All those ancillary things that seem to slow the process down, 
don't happen typically when you're buying this type of property, an REO property. You're buying it as is. You're doing your own diligence. We're helping you through that process, and then we close rather quickly. Mm -hmm. So we we offer a seven-day close, seven calendar days from the time that the offer is received until the, the property is funded. That's that's typical for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, we have a, a question here, and, and, and we're, we're getting down to the end of the end of the show here, but uh, we have a question here from Vicki, who is in Redmond, Michigan, that says, uh, Vina, I, I, I've actually been looking at a couple of properties that a local bulk dealer brought me. Every single one of them appears to still be in the name of the owner prior to the foreclosure. Is this a scam? Well, the titling of a piece of property, you know, if you're not entitled, you shouldn't be able to sell that property. I mean, that's typically the, you know, any real estate commission is going to tell you that. The the, the problem that we run into with uh, buying in bulk is that we do not always get a deed on that property. And the there is a, not a lot of motivation on the bank's part, unfortunately, to get all the deeds filed sequentially and in a timely manner. So uh, finding a piece of property that would be in the borrower's name uh, is not unusual. Um, we're going to make sure that we, you know, in, in our case, because we have so much volume that we're doing with the different banks and servicers and lenders, um, you know, we had a good relationship with them, and, and we're working through getting deeds as quickly as possible. But uh, in this REO world, uh, deeds, uh, there's, there's a term that we've coined called trailing deed, and we buy a piece of property, and it, it might be 90 days before we even get a deed in our name for that property. We've already funded, we've got a contract, you know, but we don't have a deed. Uh, but that's okay. That is okay because we know that deed is forthcoming. It's just a process of getting it done. Uh, again, you're not going to buy properties at a deeply discounted price, and there not be some risk that's associated with it. We mitigate that risk uh, on our end that if any buyer would buy a property, uh, we're going to guarantee them a deed, whether we get it or not. And if we can't get it within that reasonable period of time, then we're going to refund all of the money that's associated with that transaction back to our buyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you might want to you might want to check Victoria and just, you know, make sure that that is what's going on cuz yeah, I mean anybody can say they can sell you a house, but uh, it's not that uncommon in bulk purchases to see that sort of thing happen. Well, Lindsay, I want to thank you for your time and for th- thank you for sharing all of this great information about how the bulk REO market works and we will be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. to serve the greater Cincinnati community. This is 89.3 FM, WMKV, Reading, Ohio.
you're listening to 